Hey, it's Party Time Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Bray. The show is Tuesday. That means it is Monday's hangover. What a day that was yesterday, huh? What was that? What 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 evil clown alien acid LSD tune in, turn on and drop out stuff was that yesterday, guys? I watched that episode last night and I gotta say that was kind of creepy. <laughs> the ideas I come up with in my head. I'm just saying I need more makeup on until it turns into a clown. Ah. Uh, Favorite person, Kayla, Super Chris Cruz. Let's love Brandon. Ace, as we like to call him. That started to pick up, Brandon. People in the live chat are calling you Ace. I mean, I've had worse nicknames. Yeah, me too. I've been called an Ace Hole. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, One of the things that's happened this week is um, apparently my – let me fix my collars here on this shirt while I see myself. My uh, relationship advice has been going viral which is weird, twice divorced, uh, never been real good at relationships. But I did have a guy come up to me yesterday and ask me, he said, hey, well, he said, I've always wanted to meet you and I've always wanted to get relationship advice from you. And I was like, bro, not a good idea. Uh, but it did kind of set me to thinking, like uh, the weird things about relationships, the differences between women and men, uh, guys and girls. And this is going to make people mad, but just I think I'm right on this. Because when I gave you relationship advice, the advice that went viral the other day where I talked about the women and the voices they hear in their head, that pissed a lot of people off because they don't understand the context. I'm telling you, I don't know what I'm talking about. All right. I'm telling you that, but we clip that out of the reel. All right. So here's my thing today. When you hear a woman saying, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't do it. Don't ever correct her, bro. Don't do it. I want you in your heart. When you hear her say, correct me if I'm wrong, pray in your soul. Ask God to send angels with flaming swords to lay them across your lips. And listen, men, by and large, are creatures of logic. Now, that doesn't mean that the notion is not foreign to women. They tend to just not be that logical. They don't necessarily abide by the constraints of logical thinking. So, in other words, when a woman says, correct me, she does not really mean that. She means I can't possibly be wrong. That's what she's saying. And when a man hears correct me, he understands that he is to correct any wrong assumptions or statements that comes out of her mouth. He's not. Not when speaking to a woman, okay? Not when speaking to a woman. That one will get me in trouble. But I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. And you know how I know that? Because I know that women, I'm not saying women can't be logical. I'm just saying that men, by and large, operate in a logical fashion. Stupid. Stupid but logical. Women tend to operate a little more with the emotion. They feel their way into things. And uh, they're crazy. So men are stupid. Women are crazy. It's true. It's true. I hear you giggle, Kayla. But it's true. Um, And sometimes men get crazy and women get stupid. But by and large, men are stupid. Women are crazy. That's why the science has proven that men's IQ drops by about 37% when they get sexually aroused. That's why you will do things with certain people that you would never do if you were thinking logically or critically. Um, it will get you into trouble. Uh, if I'm being, if, when you're thinking with the wrong head, let me just tell you, it's going to get you in trouble. So throw out the game plan because here's where we're going to go with this show, all right? Here's where we're going to go. I want to show you, <laughs> I want to show you a man with two heads, all right? Uh, he was on the Drew Barrymore, Barrymore show, Drew, whatever she calls her show. 
And uh, Drew Barrymore, of course, you know from E.T., 51st Dates, Firestarter, Charlie's Angels. Um, I'm going to I want to show you a video. I want you to hang with me. It's a couple minutes long. I'm sure you've seen the clip by now. Uh, this is Drew Barrymore interviewing our favorite uh, transgender activist slash entertainer, whatever, um, Dylan Mulvaney. Now, I want to unpack this thing for you because, first of all, this whole thing that you're about to see, it was scripted. It was scripted in order to brainwash you. All right? This whole scenario was a setup. Now, do I know this? No, I don't know this, but trust me when I tell you, I know this. This is Hollywood brainwashing you. This is their attempt. Now, I don't think you're feeble-minded, so I don't think it's going to work, but we're going to walk through this video, and we're going to think critically about what it is that we're watching. Keep my audio on, because I'm going to throw in a little ding-ding comment here and there, tell you what to focus on when you play this clip. Everybody ready? Drew Barrymore, Dylan Mulvaney, the brainwashing of Hollywood on the American people. Play it. Where do you draw boundaries? Where do you find the strength to keep being the joy? Well, I think having my chosen family and the people that I love to take care of me. But I also think there's something just about uh, making sure that you don't put something out there before you're ready and and really just surrounding yourself with good people. It's interesting because I look at someone like you and I can't imagine anybody disliking you. Watch the body oh, language. Oh, she's do down you know, on her knees. Do you want to know, ironically, who uh, dislikes me the most sometimes? Who? Myself. Oh, me too. Oh. Here we go. And, but, and the applause. I guess, you know, you've asked me now, like... You've asked me, like, what I would do to combat the hate, right? Yeah. But what do you do? Okay, that's a great question. Now, I started, You've been doing it a little longer than I have. Well, okay. you know, it's funny because when I was a kid, um, you starting with E.T., it was the first time I was introduced to film reviews, which are basically social media. Yes. But I felt like all these reviews, and it would, could be a Charlie's Angels, it could be an E.T., it could be The Wedding Singer, everything in between. If you read reviews, just like on social media, you are pretty much guaranteed a 50-50. Some like it, some don't. So you've got to be willing to bear down and brace for it. And I think... I think picking your battles, too. Yes. And sometimes I think the greatest uh, response can just be in the next joyous video or in the next win that you have. Okay. Now, here's where I'm going to unpack this deal. First of all, why does it matter? Why do we need to show you that? Well, because they're trying to put a message out there because they want to influence the way you think about the world around you, okay? They want to change your paradigm. They want to change the, 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 you know, the network through which you see the world and interpret reality. Okay, so first of all, Dylan Mulvaney is an entertainer. We, we've established that because that's what this guy who is claiming to be transgender is all about. Um, um, makeup is on point. The, uh, the shape of the body, very, very skinny wearing the clothes, uh, all of this, there's, there's no top surgery, there's no bottom surgery. So there's been nothing that's been altered other than, according to him, some facial surgery to make his face features a little bit softer. I don't know, still looks like a man to me. But this person, 
to me, is someone who is acting and in character 24-7. So Dylan Mulvaney is a, is a person who is making a lot of money, getting a lot of attention because we're talking about him. And the reason we're talking about him is because there is a message that is being pushed on you, and it they're using a character actor to make you see something and it sounds like it's not only normal, but it should be celebrated. Hence the applause. Clap, 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 clap. And even Drew interrupts Dylan at one point while they're sitting on the floor together in a little hugging female embrace, you know, like little just girl chat on the floor. Uh, stops and, and thanks the audience. Thank you for that. Thank you for that warm, welcoming, accepting embrace with your applause. Thank you for that. So they're trying to make this look normal. Now, here's the thing. If this was a person who was truly, honestly dealing with the the dysphoria of transgenderism, um, I got a feeling you would be presented with a much different picture in terms of how uh, Dylan communicates and, and portrays himself, okay? Because you're not dealing with a healthy mind when a person is dealing with that. We've seen that. John Hopkins University has said that transgenderism is a mental illness okay i've seen people who have spoken to me on social media push back on the things that i've tried to say and they and they what they say to me is not very logical it's very emotionally driven and i can understand that and my heart goes out to the person which brings me to the next point if gender dysphoria is a mental illness and we're celebrating it like this then this is doing a disservice to those people who are dealing with that it is an emotional it can be a physical it's a very spiritual trauma that they're dealing with and we're making it okay we're patting it on the back rather than actually dealing with it and to me that is a blight on society that's going to have catastrophic and destructive consequences in the days ahead for the life of these individuals. So when you have a person now, and again, Drew in her show before, I've heard, I've read, she's been known to get down on the floor with her guest, which is freaking weird if you ask me, but you're going to get down. When she goes down on the knees in front of Dylan, which, I mean, hey, it's a woman bowing the knee to a man, which again, hey, for the patriarchy, there's another win. But yeah, yeah. So I want you to note on that, thing on that video there's dylan who is a biological male dressed up very feminine in a stereotypical tropey kind of way and then you have drew who for all intents and purposes besides the wedge heels there or whatever she's wearing is wearing a man's suit now that's funny how they played that a biological female in a man's suit a biological male in a girl's cocktail dress and they're playing one another in antithesis to each other, so there's a confusion of gender roles. Don't make me get biblical on you, but there's a problem with that. So here, and then they get down on the floor, they embrace one another, and Drew not only acts in reverence towards this person, uh, but also is deferring to them, like looking at them almost like an oddity, like they have two heads. You know, like, oh, I just, I just need you to know that even though you're so effing weird, we accept you. Well, if it's normal, then it shouldn't be treated as something so weirdly and odd. Uh, it shouldn't be treated that way. The point is, the reason that we've spent 15 minutes now talking about this, and I hate that we have, is because your kids and, and, the, and the programming that is going into your kids and your grandkids into our minds is for us to look at an individual. And listen, I, I believe that every person 
every person watching and listening to this, I think you have compassion. I really do. I think by and large, as humans, we have some compassion for one another. We look at an individual and we say, you know, I don't know what's brought that person to this place. But they're obviously going through something. And um, (laughs) we're being asked to accept it or else. And that's a problem. Because if I look at you and say, hey, listen, I have compassion on you, but you're pushing an agenda that is destructive and I want us to address it, assess it, analyze it and deal with it practically. And you say, well, you're just filled with hate. Well, actually, I'm not. I'm actually filled with a protective spirit that says I want to make sure that the minds of the next generation as programming like this continues to get meted out and filtered out into the general public as something that's normal and okay. when we know deep down psychologically it's something that is very, very ill and leads to death in many cases that it's not okay. It's not okay for us to make this mainstream. It's just not. Um, That doesn't mean I hate Dylan Mulvaney. I don't. I hate the messaging. I hate the agenda behind it. I hate the narrative that's being trotted out. I, I mean, in fact of the matter, I don't, I don't hate or even dislike really anybody. There might be one or two, but, you know, they're assholes. Dylan Mulvaney's never necessarily done me wrong on a personal level, but I see where this is going. So my point is, no, I do not think Dylan Mulvaney is a legitimate transgender person. Um, is what it is. I think it's a character actor doing 24-7 role play. And, you know, uh, they had to find a person that is somewhat somewhat mentally stable in the sense that they can carry on um, a, an, an interview with a, the likes of Drew Barrymore on a primetime TV show and carry this out. And they say, see, it's normal. This is a normal person. They carry on a normal conversation. They have feelings. They get down on the floor together. They hug. They embrace. They talk about how they just have that. Sometimes they're their own worst critics. And who would not feel sorry for a person? Because you know what? They're the same emotions I'm going through. But again, you're being fed a message and a narrative by somebody that I don't believe truly believes it. So... Hate me if you must. Um, I don't like the messaging. So, too much? Too much, Chris? Is it too much? Perfect. All right. All right. Buy Birch Gold and uh, get a free safe to store it in. But I tell you what, with all this stuff going on with the uh, Silicon Valley Bank and now others, and the FDIC is now bankrupt because they've had to bail these banks out. Whew, Now's the time to start purchasing some gold. Do it from Birch Gold Group. Now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text CHAD, I spell it CHAD, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Uh, Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising the rates because it's the only tool they got to try to keep inflation under control, but it's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the banks. You've seen your savings. it's, it's just this uncertainty that's created uh, so many lessons to be learned. So hedge inflation by owning gold, whether physical gold and silver in your safe or through an IRA and precious metals where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold, they've got an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Thousands of satisfied customers. Text CHAD to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text CHAD to 989898. We'll be right back. Um, here, and here, here's the issue, guys. You say, well, that's not an agenda. It is an agenda. It is an agenda. The president of the United States just had some things to say about it. 
yeah, I mean, that's what – I mean, listen, we just literally – Chris just sent me this breaking headline that talks about um, – talks about um, a Russian Su-27 aircraft struck the propeller of the MQ-9, uh, which is a drone, U.S. drone, causing uh, U.S. forces to have to bring the MQ-9 down in international waters. Uh, this is not good. That's that's not these this stuff's not good. Uh, but I I will tell you the president's on it. While the banks are crashing, the president wanted to talk about well trans kids because that's that's what we need to be talking about. That's why I'm talking about it because apparently the you know you got the woke banks that are more focused on making sure everybody's got a safe space and woke ideology and ESG scores are intact while they crash financially. And you got a president who's, you know, got all these proxy wars going on and tensions escalating with Russia, China, Iran, North Korea. But he wants to talk about trans kids. You don't believe me? You don't believe me? Play that clip. Transgender kids is a really harder thing. What's going on in Florida is, as my mother would say, close to sinful. I mean, it's just terrible what they're doing. It's not like, you know, a kid wakes up one morning and says, you know, I decided I want to become a man or I want to become a woman or I want to change. I mean, what, 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 what are they thinking about here? They're human beings. They love, they have feelings, they have inclinations that are, I mean, it, it just to me is, I don't know, it, it's cruel. And the way we do it is we make sure we pass legislation like we passed on same-sex marriage. You mess with that, you're breaking the law, and you're going to be held accountable. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing, Joe. There is no legislation on same-sex marriage. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, that's, that's not a deal. Uh, but to say, well, kids don't just wake up one day and say, I want to be a boy or a girl or a man or a woman. You know, what's going on here? They have feelings. They have, you know, all these, he's digging into your emotions. They also have confusion, Joe. They, I mean, kids, I don't know if you guys have ever had kids or been around kids, but sometimes they, uh, they have some confusion, you know, um, you know, kids want to be all kind of things. Kids are feeling all kind of things. It doesn't mean you go lopping off their genitalia. Doesn't, it doesn't mean you start giving them puberty blockers and making sure that uh, they, their hormones are completely affected for the rest of their life to the point where they become barren and they can't have children one day if they change their mind. Imagine that. I mean, you know, we all know that our brain, our pre, prefrontal cortex is not even completed until the age of 25. I mean, we're not even mature. I'm 50 years old. I am not mature. Guys, I am not mature. I may want to be a woman one day. I don't know. I, listen, I still, no, let's not go. I still want to do all kind of things. Like, I'm, a, I'm like a goose, man. I wake up in a new world every day. Half the time, I'm lost as a ball in high weeds. I don't have a damn clue what I'm doing in life, man. I'm like a goat in a hailstorm. I'm just like, woo, let's go. I mean, is there something shiny? Let's go chase it. You know how bad I was when I was a kid? My God, I want to do it all, be everything. I, I mean, you know, put my mom's pantyhose over my head and played bank robber. I mean, these days, somebody see, he's wearing pantyhose. No, I just got control tops on top of my head because I'm pretending to be a bank robber. And it, may, it was funny how it made my nose look in the pantyhose, you know. But I, these days, people are like, oh, we got to transition our kids. I had somebody attack me on social media this morning because I posted the shirt that says, I love pronouns. Let me she them titties, <laughs> which to me is just a funny play on words. Okay. That's called a joke. 
It's funny. I thought it was funny. I made the T-shirt. I wore it. I posted a picture of it. Oh, my God. People attacking me. I didn't say anything about the shirt. I just thought it's a funny play on words. Let me she them titties. You know, I want to she them. <laughs> people get unhinged over this stuff because they, they want to talk about these examples of, of what their kids going through. And all that. I'm like, let me tell you something. You read a whole lot into a picture of me wearing clown makeup and a she them titties shirt. Uh, which, by the way, our new 76forever.com website, the store, which has been gone for six months, they say, all you care about is selling T-shirts. I haven't sold a single T-shirt in six months, okay? I, my store has been down. I've been offline. That shows you how much people pay attention. Um, but we'll be back. And the She Them Titties shirt will be there. <laughs> we will have a She Them Titties. But uh, people want to attack you, and they want to, then they start spilling the beans. They tell you what their kids are going through. Somebody said to me this morning on social media, uh, she said, just rambling, just diatribes, just vitriolic attack. And she said, my son, who I guess is transgender, was the point she's trying to make, says he's going to be president one day and no one will hate anyone else. <laughs> well, I listen, you've been paying attention to Joe Biden for too long, who thinks he can legislate that kind of thing. Um, you, you, I'm sorry, the president wants to be wants you to be a bleeding heart and feel for these kids who you know, they're feeling these things i mean come on man uh i don't think the president who apparently has lgbtq legislation out there that nobody knows about um he also wants you to believe that he has enough power to make you not hate anybody well i'm sorry there's there's hate in the world and there always will be and he can't legislate that out of somebody it's unfortunate i wish we we could uh, but even God himself has not chosen to take that out of the world yet. So there ain't no president going to be able to do it. So I'm just saying, here's Joe trying to make you feel like this. Oh, it's such a struggle. Well, there's also confusion, Joe. There's confusion with kids. And we as adults who have a developed prefrontal cortex used to, use, should use our logical abilities to help guide these kids through these things. We don't need a damn woke-ass president. And you know what? Here's the thing. These people with this agenda, these people, these people out there with the agendas, they know that they can put pressure. I'm going to prove it to you in a minute. They can put pressure on the likes of Joe Biden and Jill Biden and Karine Jean-Pierre and Kamala Harris. They can put pressure on them, and they have to say, they have to repeat their woke bullshit. They have to. That's why I wrote a book, folks, called Am I Crazy? Get the audio book. Listen to my voice all day long. Joe had this to say on the uh, kissing. Got that clip? I love it. Play it. I'm curious what your evolution was like on marriage equality and what the federal government might be able to do to protect LGBTQ Americans, especially trans kids who are dealing with all these regressive state laws that are popping up right now. I can remember exactly where my uh, epiphany was. Okay. I hadn't thought much about it, to tell you uh -huh. the truth. And I was, a, I was a senior in high school. And my dad was dropping me off. I remember about to get out of the car, and I looked to my right, and two well-dressed men in suits kissed each other. I mean, they gave each other a kiss. And then one went, looked like he was heading to the DuPont building, and one looked like he headed to the Hercules Corporation building. And I'll never forget, I turned and looked to my dad. He said, Joey, it's simple. They love each other. It's simple. No, I'm not joking. It's Bye. simple. They love each other. And it's never been, it's, it's, it's never been, it's just that simple. It doesn't matter whether it's, whether it's same sex or a heterosexual couple. 
They should be able to be married. Now, I can't tell because I can't see this little monitor, but over Joe's shoulder, is that an Indian flag or a pride flag? I, I can't tell because he's got, he's got some flags of some nations. That, it, okay. I can't see it from here, but I, I was like, what is that? Anyway, that, that, when Joe says, I'm not joking, he's lying. That's the tell. If you're playing poker with Joe and he's like, I don't have a good hand, I'm not joking. It's time for you to fold because he's lying. That's his tell. Now, <laughs> okay, the story aside, let's assume the story is true. Who cares? Now, if Joe had such an epiphany when he was a kid, then why was he so against gay marriage as a senator? Apparently, the epiphany didn't stick until he became president and sat down with The Daily Show and had to have an interview and got put on the spot from 12 feet away because apparently, I don't know, COVID, whatever. Joe's had it 30 times. Um, Apparently, the epiphany, which, by the way, an epiphany, an epiphany, an epiphany, that's a God moment. That's where suddenly God reveals something to you, and your life is forever changed because of the vision you had. Apparently, for, uh, you know, the, the whatever, 40 years that he spent uh, as, a, as a senator in Washington, D.C., the epiphany didn't stick because he was, he was 100% opposed to it. 100% opposed to it. It's just that simple. I'm not joking. It's just that simple. He's full of shit. Uh, but listen, they can influence these guys. Go a little bit longer in this segment. PETA, different topic, but same same principle. PETA is asking Jill Biden to block real eggs from the Easter egg roll. So, you know, the people against ethical treatment of animals, animals, not edibles. <laughs> when I think of animals, I do think of edible. Uh, pressing First Lady Jill Biden to prohibit the use of real eggs in the White House because, you know, PETA's sitting around just trying to think of ways to protect chickens. Um, I mean, I'm just thinking it's because they're so damn expensive right now. But, uh, you know, of course, they would never go after Melania Trump. I mean, maybe they did. I don't know. I could be wrong on that, but I, I don't ever recall seeing PETA ever going after Melania Trump saying, we need you to beg, uh, beg off just doing um, the, the eggs, the real eggs. Let's use some fake eggs, okay? Um, <laughs> but see, they know they could get away by pushing the woke-ass bullshit on these people because, because no matter what they truly believe, and trust me, I guarantee you, Jill Biden ain't breaking, she ain't giving up her eggs. Um <laughs> I, I don't think so. They're pretty dried up eggs. They could roll those dried up cranberries out there across the White House lawn, hide those in the Rose Garden. But uh, they know they can go after them. See, just like Daily Daily Show goes after Joe Biden asking about his gay kiss, they put the pressure on him and they could get him to say literally anything, literally anything at this point. That's what's hilarious to me about this whole deal. Um, uh, real quick, real quick, play the James Comer quick about Silicon Valley Bank. We got time. And then we quick? see now coming out that uh, they were one of the most woke banks in uh, their inv- their quest for uh, the ESG type uh, type policy you know, and investing. You know, this could be a trend and there are right. consequences for bad Democrat policy. And I think we need to keep an eye on all the, the banking sector right now. There you go. There you go. You see how it all comes. It's, it's all about the woke nonsense. It's all about the woke garbage. That's what happens. You put the pressure on them and it fails. All right.
Hey, guys, what's the first thing you notice when you look at a photo of yourself? If you set a receding hairline or ball spots, well, Keeps can help you change that. Keeps has clinically proven, FDA-approved hair loss treatments available online. Whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or take better care of the hair you have, your Keeps medical provider will help you find the right products and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works for you. It's easy. You don't have to wait in the doctor's office. No pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost of a traditional pharmacy. That's half the cost, I said. And if you have questions, you can message your Keeps provider 24-7. So if you're ready to take action, join thousands of guys who have saved their hair with Keeps. And to get a special offer, uh, go to keeps.com slash loss. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash loss. And, uh, and you will not regret this. Go to keeps.com slash loss, and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Let's get it on. Uh, let's take an opportunity to wax eloquent. And I want to recall something that we talked about in the last segment, folks. I want you to try a little experiment. Let's go at it this direction, okay? Um, we're on television, so it's not that kind of experiment. We're not going to do any diddling or anything like that. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to uh, just pick some dialogue from a scene of your favorite movie, like uh, Gladiator or Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Something yeah. like that. Movies I can quote. Uh, go online, and you can actually find the script from the movie. And then find a scene in question, one you like, print it out, and then give the script to some 10-year-old kid that's not an actor and just ask him to perform that scene. So you, you see where I'm going with that? You, a little bit of a visual of what that's going to look like. Okay, so now leave that aside for a minute because I want to go back to that video clip and show you Joe Biden again, the president of the United States. And again, he's talking about what he thinks of Florida barring kids' access to puberty blockers and transgender surgery. Play it, Chris. A transgender kids is a really harder thing. What's going on in Florida is, as my mother would say, close to sinful. I mean, it's just terrible what they're doing. It's not like, you know, a kid wakes up one morning and says, you know, I decided I want to become a man or I want to become a woman or I want to change. I mean, what, 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 what are they thinking about here? They're human beings. They love, they have feelings, they have inclinations that are, I mean, it, it just to me is, I don't know, it, it's cruel. And the way we do it is we make sure we pass legislation like we passed on same-sex marriage. You mess with that, you're breaking the law, and you're going to be held accountable. Now, I, I needed you to see that video again. That's the President of the United States. And I got some thoughts, and I'd really try to figure out where do I begin, because this dude... He can't even take communion at his church because he supports abortion. And he wants to tell us that what we're doing is close to sinful, as his mother would have said. Now, this dog turd of a human being and a horrible president gets untold thousands of people killed in Afghanistan trying to score political points and dunk on Trump. And he's got the big old, you know, swinging old man balls to talk about being close to sinful. 
And hey, let's go back to that experiment we were talking about before with the script. Did you see it when you watched him this time with some kid reading an advanced script planted firmly in your head? Did you see it? The the substance-free nature of our president's mind is on full display pretty much whenever he opens his mouth. But there are times, brothers and sisters, when all the windows are open and you can flat out see that nothing, nothing, nothing is inside there. Not in the mind and maybe not in the heart either. And he acts like a kid would act if you handed him a script to read. Joe Biden doesn't give a damn about transgender issues. You can't tell me you don't know that. Just like the left, which has him propped up. Biden cares about the retention of power. Everything else is secondary and a slave to that goal. Unless we should forget in the heat of this passionate dump we're taking on the commander in chief, the decisions at hand, which he's referring to as almost sinful, involve the fundamental alteration of a human being's body in service to a nonsensical farce of a notion that is going to turn them into something they simply are not. Look, I can paste a dick on Charlie Theron all I want, but at the end of the day, that chick is still going to be what she is, and she's hot, and she's still going to be female. That too, okay? Listen, my point with all of this is that we, as people who can see the stark and simple truth, are being gaslit on a level that exceeds all previous attempts in human history. Now, folks on the left, some of them at least, know what they're doing. They're trying to make us crazy. They are. And hey, maybe it's working. I could be crazy. You could be crazy. We could all be one big writhing mass of insanity working our evil harm upon the world by trampling on some kid's right to solve his Johnson before it's fully grown. But I've got to be really honest. I don't think so. I don't think so. And as a dude who has a not fully grown Johnson, I think I speak with authority. Yeah. It's not fully grown. I keep holding out for a spurt. One day, Brandon, there's going to be a growth spurt. And I'll have a fully grown Johnson. Let me, let me show you how stupid we are, though. Let me, again, I'm using these examples and tying them back in because the narratives, the narratives are all the same. It's just different samples and examples. So, so uh, you, you, saw the, you saw the maxi chads, <laughs> the chads pads. Chads pads are a hit. I wish we could sell chads pads. You know, if we... If, if, if you know, if we had a marketing arm around here, we'd have Jad's pads. People would want them. I'm gonna have to this box. I'm gonna have to auction this box off or something. Um, and then I've got a tampon right here. I hope this is a tampon. Uh, Chris Chris handed it to me, and how dare he do that? That is so misogynistic and sexist. I don't know if you know that or not, but that's exactly what happened uh, a couple of weeks ago. Y'all saw the story where Tiger Woods. Uh, did the uh, little little prank, the tampon prank? There he is. He's putting the tampon in the hand of Dustin of Justin uh, Justin Thomas, right there, because you know basically he's calling him a woman, and uh, basically he was saying you're he was playing like a girl. And I I don't know if you ever been on the golf course with a bunch of dudes, but like if you leave the putt short, you guys who play golf, you know exactly what the phrase is. Hit it, Alice. And that is a reference to saying, well, you're hitting it like a girl. Uh, there's a reason why the girls' tees are about 100 yards up ahead of the guys' tees. You know, they're not, they're not playing from the tips. They play further up. That's what was called the ladies' tees, actually. So that's kind of the joke. So he handed him a tampon. And, of course, they saw that. They caught that picture. And uh, people started bashing on Tiger Woods. And then, um, yeah, 
you know, he was a misogynist, he's a sexist, he's a toxic male, all these kind of things. They had all these things to say. And, and of course, the, um, there was, I love the article from ESPN, or no, 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 Sports Illustrated. Sports Illustrated was the fun one. Uh, Tiger Woods, um, yeah, he uh, says uh, he displayed a little of the self, displayed little of the self awareness expected of a person who has experienced a personal journey and achieved such lofty stature. Um, the um, yeah, the, uh, it was a prop that was used as powerful symbol to of oppression. And they have been, you know, it's very important in promulgating racism and sexism in both American history and Woods' golf career. That's, uh, that's, uh, yeah, I, that's a lot right there. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure on a little tampon. But here's the problem with that. When the woke mob came after Tiger, he caved. He issued an apology. Never apologize! Never! Play that clip. It was supposed to be, you know, all fun and games, but obviously it it hasn't turned out that way. And if I had offended anybody, it was not the case. It was just uh, friends having having fun. And um, as I said, if if I offended anybody in any way, shape, or form, I'm sorry. Um, it was not intended to be that way. Um, it's just, you know, we we play pranks on one another all the time. And uh, virally, I, I think this did not come across that way. But between us, it was it's different. Yeah. If that if I'm in Tiger's shoes, if I'm in his golf cleats and they're wanting me to issue an apology, now again, after the stuff that he went through with his ex-wife Elon and all of the mistresses and all the stuff, and he lost a lot of sponsors, and now he, he then he had the car wreck, and now he's trying to get back on top. He's doing all these things, playing these tournaments with his son Charlie. And I, I get it, you got a lot of sponsors out there, and there's a lot of people out there who tried to push you and say, Hey man, go ahead and issue an apology. We don't want to go through any more fiascos. I would have told you to suck it. I would have told you to I would have told you to put my ungrowth spurted Johnson. Anyway, uh, you see where I'm going with that. Um, like, dude, I'm telling you, this is probably why I will never be successful. <laughs> because I refuse. I refuse. That is a waste of breath. That is a waste of energy. You know, you get up there, and in a real world, in a real world with real people, you say, hey, guys play jokes. It's locker room humor. That's what we do. Yeah, we did it out on the golf course in the heat of competition, in the field of battle. That's what we do. And I understand that not everybody's going to get it. Uh, it's like Ricky Gervais says. The joke is not offensive. It's offen You found it offensive. You found it offensive. It's not offensive. There's nothing inherently offensive about a joke or a prank. You found it offensive. You did it. So it's on you to suck it up or move on. You can you could choose to not like Tiger Woods, choose to not like his sense of humor. You could choose to not follow golf anymore. You could choose, I mean, because probably you weren't following it in the first place and had zero outrage until somebody told you to be outraged about it. So there, there's where we sit as a culture. But yet everybody's clamoring for his damn apology. He better apologize or what? Or what? Or what? He's going to stop being a billionaire? See, I don't understand it. I just don't get it. I don't, I don't understand why we've created a culture that is so soft shell that we can't just say, hey, guys, I know that you found it offensive, and if you did, well, my bad, but 
nah, I, I, I didn't come after you. It wasn't, it wasn't about you. The prank, the joke, you weren't the punchline. I wasn't mocking or ridiculing you. So suck it up, Buttercup. On to the next. All right, hang tight. We'll be right back. I've been uh, I've been getting my audiences when I come out on stage. One of the first jokes I do just to get you know just the shock value attention is I say I want to see Nancy Pelosi's boobs, and uh, the place just erupts. No, no, no! And then I build a comedic bit. It's an argument, and by the end of it, everybody else wants to see them too. Um, it's a scientific thing, trust me. Um, but yeah, Nancy had this to say about. Joe Biden, play it. He's absolutely a magnificent leader. He what? is um, younger than I am, so I don't know what the problem <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know what the problem is, but in- <laughs> <laughs> what crypt creeper keeper level crap is this? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brandon. Man, I get that she's making a joke, but have you have you stopped to look at the ages of the people that are in Washington, D.C.? Mitch McConnell's 81. Joe Biden is 80. Pelosi's 82. Maxine Waters is 83. Chuck Grassley's 88. Dianne Feinstein is 89. What? Are you, I mean, are you kidding me? Well, reptilians age very well, (laughs) you know. Nancy could actually be 800 for all we actually know. (laughs) I mean, I mean, I mean, Methuselah is older than me. Uh, I mean, these are cold-blooded animals here, literally. Uh, these are these are the reptile people. I mean, look, George Soros is like 94. He's not a government official, but still, look at the people that are influencing our world. I Klaus think, Schwab's 84. Yeah, I do think George Soros is a reptilian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can see literally his face is melting off. Yeah. You, you can see the scales behind the skin, but like, Good Lord, Diane Feinstein, 89 years old. Chuck Grassley, 88 years old. Give me a break. And I don't know, like Mitch McConnell had that fall over the weekend, had the concussion, they had to put him in the hospital. And I, I wish the man well, um, but, you know, I don't, I don't know who turned him over on his turtle shell, but uh, if he landed on his back. But, uh, but Pelosi had this to say about working with China. All right, play the clip. You can't just go after China with a cudgel. You have to say we have to live on this planet together. How can we work together to save the planet from climate change? They're essential in that discussion. How can we try to work together with them on issues where we can find common ground? I wonder if whenever she's waving that hand around trying to talk to uh, Paul Pelosi, her husband, that he starts to flinch. Because he's already been slapped with a hammer, you know. He sees those. She she starts throwing that pimp hand a little too much. Um, why are they trying to normalize China? 
What's going on with that? You know, they are, well, I mean, world's leader in population, uh, pollution. Um, not only population, but pollution. They're not doing anything about it. And just, Yeah, human rights literal, violations. They're, they're harvesting organs. I still can't get over that. Yeah. We know they're doing it. They are doing that. Yeah, they sell wigs with the hair of Muslims. I know. And I just ordered a <laughs> wig. I just ordered a new wig. I just ordered a new Jesus wig. It wasn't that expensive, so I'm thinking it has to be synthetic. Yeah. But um, it sent a picture of the Korean kid it came off of. <laughs> we laugh like heathens. But no, man, like, they are organ harvesting. I mean, where's that President Wu or whatever his name was? He never came back. Dude, I mean, they escorted him off on television. He's never come back. Like, in, like they didn't even try to hide it. They didn't, like, go in there at 2 o'clock in the morning and be like, hey, uh, President Xi needs, a, needs you to go to the camp. No, they took him, like, escorted him out with Xi sitting right there in the room. I still can't get over that. Yeah, oh, look at those things, man. Good God almighty, goo goo goo. Yeah, those those aren't those aren't real, are they, Kayla? No way. That's a lot of boob. I no, I those gotta be fake. They gotta be fake, dude. They're they gotta be fake. Yeah. I mean I've Obviously, we've all seen old women with big boobs, but she's got those out there. I mean, those are very senatorial. She's well, she's blessed. She's got 120 million. She's she's blessed. And, and again, I just want to know where the nipples are because I I just I don't believe her surgeon put them in the right place. I I can see where her eyebrows are, and they're not in the right place. Uh, well, just I think one's looking at two o'clock and the other one's looking at about ten. You know what I'm saying? Her, her boobies are cross-eyed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's 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 like being a cross-eyed cowboy in love with a cock-eyed cowgirl. You know, they just never could see eye to eye. I'm trying to put it together there, and oh, look at those things, man. If you could just take that one, just that twelve inches of her, and just carve that out with a crop. I want to look at it. I don't want to see the rest of her flabby ass. But yeah, wow, Paul Pelosi. Snuggle melons. Yeah. Boy, this was a fun. Look at that. Ah, that see, that could be anybody. See, you crop that a little more and we're gonna get we're now we're talking, man. I mean that could be Pamela Anderson. I mean, look at those. Look at those coming in there. Coming in hot. That's like Chinese Chinese spy balloons right there. Look at those. You pop that and, and confetti's coming out. And the other one's gonna be like a pinata. Little little sugar candies are gonna fall out and Mexican children are gonna gather around and start swarming or on the just snatching them up off the floor. Look at those nom noms. Look at those things. I guarantee there's still milk in there. It's probably powdered, it's probably evaporated, but there's milk in there. Mama! Mama! Whoo! Somebody get me a hotline to Nancy's office. I'll be right back. We'll be right back. Woo!
The illustriously intelligent John Doyle sitting here on the couch with us. Hey, buddy, good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. Glad to be back. Yeah, man. He is going to be with me this Friday on Overtime. So if you're a Blaze subscriber, you can get it. You need to subscribe to blazetv.com. Uh, slash Chad, use promo code Chad and save. And uh, you're still a Blaze contributor, man. I'm yeah. telling you what, they got you hidden in the doldrums in there doing all kind of cool stuff. But we're going we're gonna to pull all that stuff out of you. I'm ready. Week. Yeah, I'm ready. it's going to be a good time. So don't miss that. It's going to be a fun conversation. Don't forget, uh, go to chadpads.com and uh, get your Chad pads. No, seriously, going to be at Hanks and McKinney next week. Get your tickets, a few general admission left. And then we're going to um, – Midland, Texas, and we're going to be at the Wagner Noel. Go to chadpratherlive.com and uh, yeah, get those tickets. Find me out on the road with a lot of fun. And yeah, subscribe blazetv.com slash Chad. Use promo code Chad and do not miss overtime this week with my buddy John Doyle. This is going to be a fun conversation. We're going to get, going to get real in this thing, alright? So, till then, we'll see you tomorrow night, Wednesday night. We love you. God bless you. Bye. Yeah.